0: welcome into the i-80 club Wednesday night in the club in the club. Josh Peterson Jack Mitchell with you if you're live you're a patron if you're later you're a patron if you're after Saturday you are not a patron and you should you're join us jerk. because then you can you can fund Jack going to more musicals which allows for <laughs> Nebraska basketball to pick up victories versus the number one team in the country so much to talk about tonight I imagine that we will get nowhere near any of the things we could talk about Jack I want to I start this. with this I did this What is it like becoming like a celebrity inside of the Nebraska basketball fandom community
1: like the team <laughs> is tweeting about you What has this been like for you Uh I don't I don't I don't know I don't know exactly like as for the official account tweeting at yes. uh, to me the first time that happened I think was last year against Creighton after the Creighton game there must be somebody there There must be somebody there who like I I don't know is is something has been following me for a long time or something. I don't know what it is. Because this just came out of nowhere and they don't really do that with anyone else. So Nope. I don't know. Like I like it's fun. It's cool. I show it every time it happens. I'm like, oh my gosh. They're they're like I question why they're giving that content to all of their followers. (laughs) Definitely. Mm -hmm. Like there because there are definitely people who are getting that and they're like, who the hell is this guy that they're talking about? They're like, why is the Nebraska Twitter account talking about this guy? Uh, so that's kind of weird, but it's fun yeah. for me. Although Good. Uh, although Con- Connor uh, Connor Happer was talking about me on his show. That was a he- very funny segment. Well, it was hilarious because I was going out to walk Reggie, and I was like, all right, I want to pull up a podcast about the game last night. Happer's show started a while ago, so I'm sure their opening segments was about the game. And the first thing that pop up, is says, Jack Mitchell went to lay Miz on my phone while I'm outside. And so I listened to it first, and he called me something – I think he said – first he said something of a cheerleader, and then he said something of a mascot for the uh, team. I don't know how I feel about that exactly. Yeah.
0: I mean, you have become that, though. You know, it's funny – because there was that whole thing that happened a few years ago where you, like, got the, the volleyball match on the big screen. And then there was that one weirdo guy who was, like, yes. white media member <laughs> taking credit for something. Yep. Yep. Uh, by the way, I, knew, I know a few people who uh, had college classes with that guy. And they all said he sucked. Yeah. So. Uh, he, he, but, but, but like, so you that. have kind of been this figure. But I would say you have become even more of a figure. In recent in recent years, because this is not the first time they've tweeted about you. Last year, they were like they did the thing to keep you out of the arena right. because every time you showed up, they lost. And now this happens. It's it's very it's this. We need to get more subscribers. Come no, to the I80 or I eighty
1: club. Jack Mitchell or, is in here. He comments. Or I need to get paid or something, right? I mean, or you need to get paid, right? Th- that'd be good too. Like, are we not making enough? Are we not making hmm. enough hay out of this you bring up? Which I think is a good question that I haven't thought about. I think, I think Jack, that you need to become, speaking of Jack, you need to become
0: our Jack. You know how the Lakers have Jack? Though he doesn't really go to games anymore. Jack they Anderson. need to go and do famous fans around the arena, but it always ends with you, and you just can like look at him and say, Hey, it's me, it's Jack Mitchell. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I, need-
1: I go to musicals, but sometimes I watch well, basketball. The games problem too. is, my shtick is that I shouldn't go to games. So That's it's true. not like I can ask for a great courtside seat or something because the idea is nobody wants me there. It's mm. it's um it's and and frankly, I mean, let's just be honest about that too. That has become misguided. That has become an urban myth. Uh, the last the last two games I went to were big wins against Indiana and Michigan State, right In mm-hmm. fact uh, Nebraska has got like a I don't know a 900 record uh, in the last 10 games i have probably been to. So you know that's a that's a myth that I jinx them when I'm there anymore that's been, that's been a thing that's created and that's fun for everyone. Uh, But it's just inaccurate. They did happen to get the biggest win maybe in team history when I wasn't there. Yes, yeah, I acknowledge that. That does not help my cause. No. Um, But nonetheless. nonetheless.
0: How do you feel about that? I had someone reach out to me last night. The first question was, wait, was Jack really at a musical? (laughs) And I said, yes, he was. And uh, this person was genuinely concerned about your mental state, given you missed out on you know, because you missed out on it. Like, that's very, very sad. Oh, yeah. oh that I was yeah.
1: too upset. I get it. I thought yeah. it meant that I chose to go to a musical instead of going to the game. Uh, oh,
0: kind of. I mean, just more that you missed the game in general and didn't get to yeah, watch, was, like, the best regular
1: so, season win the program has had in 41 years. So I said on Connor, uh, when I tweeted to Connor, I said I would give more context today in the I-80 club trying to yeah. get us some new members, yeah. which I don't think it did. Um no. but, but, so here, here's the full story. So... We, I, and other media members often get when there are big things coming to the Lead Center, we get offered media free media tickets to events. Yes, Um, yes, you you probably are somewhat familiar with that. And so, uh, when they announced Lay Miz was coming, maybe I don't know, this is maybe two months ago. Um, they announced it was coming a long time ago, but when they started doing some of the early publicity for it, they uh, they reached out to me and said, hey, we have a media showing on opening night. If you want to go, we'll hold back a couple of tickets for you. I knew my wife and I went to it when it was in Lincoln wow. 20 years ago. It was like a Christmas gift I had given her to, to take her or a birthday gift to take her to that. And it was really like uh, we really enjoyed it then. And so I knew she would want to go. I, I forwarded it to her and I was like, hey, you want to go to the, these see these this uh, musical, right? You'd, you'd want to go 20 years since we did it last. And she was like, yeah, definitely. I didn't – and I looked and, – and, and after the fact, I looked at my calendar uh, and saw that that happened to be the same game, same night as the Purdue game. And yeah. I, I actually reached back out to my wife. I was like, just checking. You still want to go with this, to this even though there's a Purdue game. And say this about my wife. She is a uh, a native Iowan who was not all that into sports when I started dating her but is yeah. fully all in on on non-football Husker sports. Uh, including men's basketball. So I honestly yeah. didn't I didn't quite know how she'd react, but she wanted to still go. And so I could not, as you can see, that wouldn't have been a great spot for me to just say, nope, screw it. <laughs> We're not sure. taking these free tickets to this. We're going to the game. And in addition, Josh, I figured they're going to lose that game. And I'm wow. going to be, in the end, I'm going to be, yes. And You're I'm, no worse than Josh Watson or no better than Josh Ottson. And, and, and in the end, I'm going to be... It's, it's gonna be just a one groin kick I'll avoid. It'll it'll add another groin kick to the end of my life, maybe, that I'm able to sustain if I miss that one. And I kept thinking, you know, and worst case worst case scenario, very worst case scenario, they have an incredible win and there's all the excitement that goes along with getting an incredible win. And I just miss it. And it's not too bad of a situation to be in. Well, lo and behold, that's exactly what happened.
0: Real quick, before you continue, Dave asked, "Didn't the infamous color-coded Google Calendar help you out?" <laughs>
1: yeah, where is the Google I did not Calendar? Check, I mean, I did not. I did color-coded and all. I I did not cross-reference that with my with my evening plans, which I Very should. Very sad. Have, so yep. Um. So anyway, so we so we get there and the show starts at seven thirty. And I'm very sneaky because, you know, they really frown on you having your phone out in those, and it's really nice. Put noticeable. that shit away. Yeah, you yeah. got to have your screen dark yeah. and everything. So I I set up uh, my alerts on my Fitbit. You can set up whatever. The, the, this thing doesn't do much, but one thing it does is I can get alerts from any app on my phone. If it sends me an alert, it'll, it'll pop up on my watch. So I turned Twitter alerts on, and I went to the Nebraska basketball. So any notification I get on Twitter, which is only when someone I follow— replies to me that's the only time i normally get uh not- like what do you get notifications on, on twitter or on your phone anything none dms dms just dms i get if someone just DMs. i get I, I get if it's someone that i follow replies to me but that's all that i get on there so i turn on okay. i went to the nebraska basketball official twitter account and i just set notifications when they tweet so
0: when just time, the when the, when official, the official account, account tweets.
1: Okay. this is what I do with baseball. So you
0: figure in this world, you're going to get the periodic yes. updates the, okay.
1: after eight timeout, right? The after four yeah. timeout. This is what I do with Nebraska yeah. baseball during the season, too, because uh, it's the most it's the closest thing. You, can you get, get the like, score uh, update. You score don't have to go app. to it. There's no yes. baseball. app. There's yeah, no yeah, yeah, score yeah. app. So I turn that yeah. on. And so I was getting updates through. I I saw every tweet that they tweeted.
0: OK, so you you had an idea of what was going on. You weren't like dark, and then halftime comes, and you're like, whoa, they're up by, you know, what was it? 11. And then, yeah, you know, no. finding out that, okay.
1: No, I wasn't. I was getting that, and then intermission happened right at the same time half, halftime did. So, uh, I was taught, like... Perfect timing. W- yeah, there were the there were other media members there that I was talking to about it. Um, and so, yeah, I knew, and my son and my daughter were at the game, and they were texting me from the game as well. so So, I had an idea, and, like, the it was actually kind of cool, Josh, because like, this is gonna sound so like sort of hokey, but like, yeah, layman, it's got like these all of like, the the uh, one day more, which I've used on my show is like a pump up song on the day before football season begins. It's, a, it's the last song right before the intermission, and they're belting that thing out. And it's oh, so like, wait real quick, you so you know these songs? Oh yeah, I know this whole music. I know it really well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my, I've yeah, never seen it. Yeah. Oh man, it's great. Or the movie. I have it's no great. takes. I've never seen the movie, I, but I've seen it. I, I I got we got you don't like. I got movies. really into the music twenty years ago when we when we went to it after it was over because it was just super dramatic and and yeah and so I use I like the, the that particular song I always use I always use for a long time if you listen to my show on the day before football and it's like it's the day before a war and they're preparing mm. basically for this war and this whole this whole thing and that song's playing and my alert alerts kept coming in during the last two minutes of that first half. And it was like, Case A3, Juwan Gary N1, Case A3. And it's like, Sam Hoiberg in all caps. And then at one time, the Twitter account just pounded on all the buttons and just tweeted it out. And this is going on. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is like a th- – th- there's like this synergistic moment going on between Lead Center and Pinnacle Bank Arena and me. And it's making like a triangle of energy and everything is going right. And I feel like the people up on stage knew that Sam Hoiberg was having – uh, 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 make an incredible reverse layup and that was pumping them up, which was pumping me up which was pumping Sam up during this entire time. It was incredible. It was. It and so was, then you come out, you come out, and so you, then you find out what the score is the, at halftime. Yeah. I, I mean, they would tweet out the score. So I knew. Yeah. Okay. So I knew. So you
0: had, you had, you had the idea of what was going on the entire. So is there ever a moment? Cause the second half didn't get off to the best start. You know, there was the, uh, yeah. What was the, the, where they got the, the two free throws and Nebraska misses so, both, Gary Wright misses both of them. And then Purdue knocks down some threes.
1: And so for a couple moments, I'm watching like, oh, this is just about to be typical shit that happens with this team. So game. I'm at intermission. Um, I'm at intermission and the, hus- the second half got going before the intermission ended. And so I was on my phone sitting in my seat waiting for the show to get going. And I'm reading when Purdue and I saw like all these tweets and it was just like, and it was just like Purdue starts the half six of six and then mm-hmm. like, and they're back in, and just like that Nebraska's leads melted. And then there was some intentional flagrant foul or something that I, I still actually didn't see when I rewatched it and and then we missed both the free throws and I saw a bunch of things about that and it was right as the second half started and I was like there it is there it is this is what i expected my boss uh who was sitting a couple rows behind me she was like jack did you see they're winning and i turned around and i was like not anymore they're not and like, it's like <laughs> and that which wasn't even true i think they were still up by 3 but it was me just like pissing on everyone's happiness after i just had that moment like 20 minutes ago uh and so i kept getting the updates and uh, and some of the texts from my son and daughter. And uh, with about, you know, about 20, 25 minutes left in the musical. It's a long musical. I saw the final, you know, I knew they won. I showed it to yeah. my wife that they had won. <laughs> and then, oh, and, and, and I sent out a couple of tweets during intermission, too, just to, like, make people aware I was, like, like I was aware of it. I sent That a you were aware. Out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I have never, my phone, after that game ended, between the alerts from the basketball app my text uh, or for the uh, basketball Twitter my texts and everything else my phone was like constantly on buzzing for about 15 minutes after I that phone it was in my pocket and like my leg like oh you didn't pr- turn it on do not disturb no I didn't it was buzzing and I didn't want to take it out and adjust it because I didn't think it would be buzzing that much. Dude, when they of course it is a Nebraska basketball game. You're the first person everyone thinks of. I know, but I didn't think they would win, and I didn't think I I just didn't think all of it would come down to that crazy moment where they've stormed the floor and everyone is sending me pictures and tagging me and DMing me and texting me, and it's like the last 15 minutes of that whole musical. I was just like, okay, wrap this up here at this point because I think it ends kind of slow anyway. So. It was it was crazy. Should have put it in your back pocket and had a good time. Mm. <laughs> so that's the real story. That's the real story. And then we went and uh, and and uh, met my son and daughter. They we went home. My son and daughter got home. We wanted to hear their whole story. Johnny was like giddy, and maybe now we should br- bring him on. He was like completely yeah. giddy. He was completely giddy about this whole thing. And he, I, I, uh, I have never josh uh seen him or heard him after a sporting event like he was after this was one, after this one. So, oh boy no. you're oh gonna boy have you're, gonna have, you're gonna you're gonna my echo you're gonna have my echo this is terrible
0: oh oh now he's muted he,
1: but if i say See, anything, but if i say anything, oh boy
0: <laughs> can you just hop on your microphone
1: yeah he can yeah he can he's moving that won't happen okay anymore. all right all right, there we go. Johnny, we can be Johnny. going up the stairs, you weirdo. Jeez. I'm hustling. <laughs> Sorry about this. Hi, anyway. Johnny. Uh, so he, yeah. there he is. I don't know. His video isn't working for some reason. I'm um, getting it. Shut up. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. There it is. Some great lighting. Oh, show everyone the hat. Whoever put that hat up. Oh, yes. Yeah. In the oh, hat's room, I, I got him for Christmas, and he's wearing it today. Oh, you got him that hat? Yeah, somebody put that hat on eBay. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah,
2: hats are the that's only hat. thing that I'm gonna—the only clothing that I will let my dad buy me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of that kind of. Yeah. So, Johnny, were you there it's last night? I was there last night. I was very much there, um, in the middle of everything. There at the end, which was ridiculous, and I. I was going into it like not even ex- I, I kind of forgot that there was a game that I was going to later that day because I had just put it in my mind that there was zero zero possibility that we were going to do anything with that game. But it turned out to be legitimately one of the prop. I mean, probably the best night of my life, probably so far.
0: I was going to ask you because famously, and you've joined us on the pod before, you have never enjoyed like any good moments in time with, especially with football, few and far between with hoops. If this was going to be the best moment that you've ever been a part of in person,
2: I mean, yeah, I really can't think of many other ones. I mean, a couple just like random football games that I've been to, like it was like a Michigan State game a couple years ago that we won like nine to six or whatever yes, in the snow, snow game. But seriously, like nothing, nothing else can even like come close to just like, like being there on the court, me hugging Derek Walker, um, you know, you know, saying hi to Matt rule and Trev Alberts yeah. as they're standing next to me and celebrating in the middle of the court, like, so, so Johnny, give, 2019 me, attorney, yeah. give me, give us
1: like the rundown you and your, he was there with, uh, my, my daughter, uh, one of his roommates um, is a long time high school friend, family friend, and her, his, uh, his mom and sister were there too, but you and Ben, your roommate went down, uh, when you could sense that it was going to happen. So kind of take me through the process of what the court storming actually looked like at pinnacle bank arena last night.
2: Well, well, yeah, I mean, I, I had bought just like a bunch of 300 level tickets because, I was like, I didn't want to spend too much money on this game that we're probably going to lose by thirty-four. So I was, I just was like, hey, Nora, you want to come with me? Because mom and dad were going to that stupid musical play, whatever. And and so I, yeah, and then I invited my best friend, and so we were just sitting up in the three hundreds and started winning at halftime. I had no clue how we were doing that, and then I I, I look over to my sister and I'm like, Nora, you're. Like I, if if we are close in this game, when it gets close to the end, I got you. You're gonna have to stay up here. And I'm like I, I actually I actually did invite her to come down and storm the court with me, but she didn't want to. Which was kind of sad. I would have like held her up, did a Simba thing. Um, but um, I gave her my wallet. I gave her my keys. I gave her my coat, and I said stay up here. With about eight minutes left, we were up by seven or eight at that point. Ben and I sprint down. We we. Found the little concourse area out by, you know, on like the mid-level. They've got the concession stand. There's like a big open area. There's about, there's like hundred dudes just like standing around. <laughs> kind of just, I don't really know. We kind of just joined them and stood around and was, we're watching KSA bomb threes and then people hit free throws. And we, I mean, up till five minutes left, we still had no, like, I, I still was thinking, you know, there's no way we're going to win this game. Like, I, I've seen this happen so many times. I just... I knew that there was some way we were gonna the Purdue was gonna come back, but they just didn't. We we found some seats that were like 15 rows up. I looked to my left, Alexis Markowski sitting next to me. Um, I got some of the volleyball team is sitting a couple rows in front of me. Derek Walker is about five rows in front of me. I said what's up to him, gave him little heart hands to make sure that he felt appreciated. <laughs> Why did you do that? That's so weird. You did that to Derek. No, no, no. It was awesome. It was awesome. He loved it. It was awesome. He loved it. Dude, that's weird. No, that's so weird. He pointed and did him. He did it back to me. Did Come he on. do it first or you you're, do it first? Honest, weird. who did it first? I okay. I he's not just picking me out of the crowd and giving me heart. Of course, I did it first. You weirdo. Yeah, well, damn. God.
1: Okay, so so so, like,
2: so people are like lining up in the stairs, basically. Yeah, I mean, with with about forty five seconds left in the game, all of a sudden there's. There's just a line from the bottom of the stairs all the way to the top. There, it, like, like 300 people just in this row, just waiting. So I stand up, I get ready, I move down a little bit, get right next to Derek. We were making some chit-chat. Um, told them that I missed him and stuff like that. Just, you know, just banter. Um, and then clock hit zero. Um, people are just decking everyone. Uh, they're running over all the chairs. Uh, I... Did some ninja moves over, jumping over some chairs that people had thrown around, um, and I was, I was really one of the first people out there. Um, Have you seen yourself got, on the we,
0: video? Have you rewatched the end of it to see? If yeah, you can find yourself.
2: Yeah, I, ben and I rewatched that for like two hours last night trying <laughs> to pick ourselves out. Yeah, I, it's mostly the back of my head, and I was jumping, and I looked like I had just gotten out of a pool because holy cow, it was so hot down there. But. Um, but yeah, uh, I I ended up right next to um, I we're in the middle where everybody's jumping around. I take a look here to my right, and I look down a little bit, and I see little Matt Rule standing right next to me. Little. little Matt Rule and giant. He's so short. He's really he's a really tiny guy, and he has his daughter right here. And then Trev Alberts is just like standing over him back here. And I was like, hey, what's up, guys? Love you. Gave him fist bumps. You know, I reached over and gave him a fist bump. It was. I didn't even. I didn't even know it was happening. I was still in shock. I didn't really process that until afterwards. That I was just, you know, giving high fives to Matt and Trev, um, and then I, if you've seen the video after that, then you know, like Sam Hoiberg came up to me, um, you gave him a high five. Why didn't
1: you do this to Matt? Rule.
2: That's more of like a longer distance thing. If what? I'm in person, if I'm right next, I told him I loved him right, right up to there. Like I, yeah, I, he didn't I, have to do a hard make sure- He said he loved him. I said I love you to a, like oh five hundred
1: people. That so that's hate, just so. that's just it's just no matter what you're showing love. It's just verbally or with heart hands, one way or the other. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yep.
2: Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: Sorry ahead. to interrupt you. Sorry. So Rule and Trev, and then are the the players are all gathered around there too.
2: Yeah. So right next to me it was it was Sam and he was hugging Derek Walker, and then there was Jawan who came over to me and started. Doing some weird dance. I don't really know what was going on. Um, then he started. He started talking. I don't even remember what he was saying. It didn't really make sense. He just called himself a dog and was like, <laughs> "We're them." I don't really know what that means. That means him is
1: that the plural of him. I, it's like I'm him. but, but he was so, Johnny. What that means is, is that when someone says "I'm him," it means like I am that person that you aspire to be to lead a team. To be the, the one in the moment. And so when, when he said we're them, he meant we all are him, is what that meant. So I, it's hard I, to get some I, yeah, of okay, the new no. lingo. Shut up. Shut up. Is Johnny older than Jack? Oh, Lord. Why are you getting ripped? This is awesome.
0: Johnny, someone asked earlier, they, they said that they heard that someone puked in the midst of the court storming. Did you see anyone puking? I'm
2: sure they did. I mean, but nobody would ever know. Nobody would ever know. There were nice. ten million people within like the, the area of this living room. I it can't was even, a lot. I yeah, it was it was insane, and y- you didn't really realize what happened until afterwards. So as yeah, while people were clearing off, I'm sure somebody. Yeah, it was a million degrees. That which, doesn't surprise me at all.
1: Thank. What were, what hopefully, it wasn't next to me. What but. were the players? Uh, which which of uh, the players were hanging around having the most fun in this whole thing?
2: say stuck around for about. Probably 10 minutes after every single player had already left. So, (laughs) Keisei, everybody started making their way out. Like, like Lawrence was, like, the first one out. And then, like, Juwan and CJ and stuff, they started making their way right by me. Um, But Keisei just stood there and danced with all the fans to All I Do Is Win Uh, for just just so long. It started to get weird. I'm like, Keisei, you probably have stuff you got to do you should probably make your way back but as he was going out every single person wanted to give him a high five or take a picture he stopped with every single one of them he was just he was he was happier than the fans were honestly he was just he was just dancing having a good time um alec was out there too i talked to him a little bit um because i actually went up i went to a lincoln stars game about a week ago after the wisconsin game and he was there and i went up to him and i was like Hey, I, I watched you play today. You know it's fun watching you play. We got Purdue though, right? And so I went up to him and I'm like, "Hey, I saw you at the hockey game." And he's like, "I remember you." That was, that was pretty <laughs> sweet. I got a picture with him. Um, but yeah, it was it was really Alec and Casey that were out there. Uh, no heart hands for Alec. I was I talked to him, guys. I told him that I loved him. I, everybody was very aware of my love for everyone. That. that, that, that. Ends. Huh. Yeah. just weird. Uh,
0: uh, I did. Johnny I did want to read this uh, comment we got from Dave earlier. Cause it reminds me of, of I think one of my friends who is hanging out in the club tonight. Yeah. C-Day. So Dave says F yeah, Johnny, that's the magic that keeps you coming back for more. So C-Day Corey, he took uh, his oldest son to the game and he has this incredible picture that he sent to our group chat of his kid with the fans behind him, storming the court and like, Ear to ear, total huge smile, and everyone was like, "You just tortured this kid now for the rest of his life. He is going to be chasing this, and you too. I mean, it's 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 not like you haven't been watching them for you know a decade, but you and every young person in that building last night is going to be chasing this high for the rest of their life. And so, you know, all, now they just got to go and win some more games in March
2: for you." I was very lucky to grow up with some really, really awful basketball teams that prepared me that just every, every game I go in expecting, you know, there's a chance we could lose by 40 to Gardner-Webb, right? Like, I've watched some really atrocious basketball. Um, but, you know, I think, I think that last night just, like, you can, you can feel the tide turning at Nebraska, just really with everything. And I think last night was the first time that we're really seeing this change come to fruition. you know, it's just like like things are starting to happen here. So I don't know. I'm not saying that we're gonna win against every number one team that comes into Nebraska for basketball because I don't I don't think so, but I think I think stuff's starting to change a little bit. And I hope that there are going to be a lot more of these moments for younger kids. Since
1: this Hell is yeah. like this is like number one, the best sports moment of your life, pretty much, basically, because you're not super attached to any pro team um, that I know of. You're kind of like me in that way. It's because because I raised you, Seattle Kraken, baby. Okay, okay. <laughs> whatever. Um, Big n- hockey name guy. Name five players on the
2: Seattle Kraken. Uh, Bjorkstrand, um, you know. And you probably we, haven't heard
0: of the others, Jack. So there's no need yeah, for him to even
2: Yeah. Know.
1: Whatever. Uh, yeah. that's
2: yeah. Do uh. you do you uh, do you
1: like uh oh what's the right word? Do you wish I hadn't brought you up through this sports hell for the last 19 mm. years of your life?
2: No, cuz I know it's going to pay out at some point, right? Like the, the we were we were so due for something good to happen, right? That uh, it, it's it's and it's going to and when it happens it'll feel so much better because I have I've watched us be so awful for so long.
1: Yeah. I always wonder. I always wonder if you're or if you were just ready to quit at some point with football or basketball or any of this because you you literally you literally had and and a lot of the kids that Josh was you know kind of talking about too. You've literally not had those payoff moments ever <laughs> in any sport. Which is crazy. So, which is probably why last night was such a big deal for you.
2: Yeah, and it it's I when I one of my best buddies, Paul Shortridge, I, I met up with him after the game, and we were we were both hugging and crying, and you know, um, and he comes up to me and he just says, "Remember all the losses, all of them." And he just like goes on a he had like a list in his mind of every single awful loss Nebraska basketball has had in the past, like. Five six years and he's just going through them and I'm just thinking you know like this team has been so awful but you know stuff is starting to turn around we're gonna be great I'm so excited to watch us have competent teams now
1: I got a DM from Paul uh let's see if you yeah you're probably not gonna be able to see it very cool he's uh sorry he's he's Johnny's age he's uh uh and uh he he just says Jack Western (laughs) he just says Jack Western Illinois incarnate word NC State Kansas, all of the pain, all of the suffering. It was worth it. That yeah. was from an eighteen-year-old kid. That was hilarious.
0: I still can't believe that you were at a musical, Jack. This is so crazy. The number one team in the country, and I was the one watching the game, and you were the one not watching the game.
1: Right, right. I, I, I don't know what to say. Turntables of turned. The other thing I knew, Josh, was that people would be probably—is that I, I get blowback for being at games sometimes. So, yeah. But at I least also, you
0: watch games normally.
1: Yes. But I mean, I fully, I fully ex- explained how it came to be that that happened. Yeah. There weren't, you know, and I just was gonna, I was just gonna let it ride. Johnny, would your mom have been okay if you would have said like, sorry,
0: it's the number one team Ooh. in the country?
2: I, <laughs> that's her favorite. I know it's her favorite musical and mm. you know, it, it made a commitment like for a long time to it. I, I, I feel like it would have been one of those things where, like, you can choose to do this if you want. I'm not going to stop you if but you want to go. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You made the right call,
1: Dad. You made the right call. Also, it was that just, was when here, I had free tickets available. I couldn't go another night because I would have to pay whatever it is, 150. Listen, listen. You it's fine. Pay for it's his fine.
2: College. <laughs> Dad got to go to No. Sit Sunday against Wisconsin and chose to is. not take me. Chose to not take me because I took, so own, I, say, I
1: took my own dad, and you were and you were whatever. ten and you didn't know squat then.
2: So, that's New, that. no more than you, yeah. yeah. Mm.
1: All right, well, I think that's probably pretty good for now. Yeah, thank Johnny. you, Johnny. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Cool hat. I'll say that. Whoever posted, does anybody remember who posted this hat in here? Somebody was asking for the link. I got it on eBay, I think. So. Oh, nice. Remember.
0: Anyway. All right. Bigelow. Looks like Bigelow posted it.
1: Okay, Bigelow did. Bigelow. Thank you, yeah. Bigelow. That's why you yeah, got. Shout out, Bigelow. That's why you got that hat, because of Jacob Bigelow, Johnny.
2: So, yeah. I knew that dad didn't have that good a taste. Shut he wouldn't have found that. All
1: right. That's oh. good. Somebody mute him. All right. <laughs>
2: Moving him back to the audience.
1: Bye. All right. Bye, Johnny. I moved him
0: very cool. What there a what go. a cool story. What a great moment. What a great moment. Um, mm. let's d- Hey, can I let me ask you cuz there was a comment a few minutes ago. Is it now um oh and uh, everyone heart hands Johnny, yeah. Indeed. Is it uh so weird. Is it now tournament or bust? Uh yeah, it's
1: got to be. Yeah. You've gone all the way in? Right? I mean, First of all, I heard that Bart Torvik, I think Torvik and, and Bigelow can probably Bart. correct me on this, but he's, he's like, so tired of hearing about Bart. What, why? John talks about Bart all the damn time. It's just like, it's like the other, it's like Ken Palm,
0: but it's, yeah, it's free Ken Palm is what it is.
1: Well, whatever. The, regardless, he gives them uh he's got him at 70% now to get in. Whoa. So it's like more Whoa. likely Prat. than not. Like it would be, it would be, yes, it would be a huge disappointment now if they didn't get in the tournament. A hundred percent. I, don't know I, I said on my show today
0: way. that, you know, like the, before the year, the hope was like, can they, can they get in that upper half of the big 10? They, can they get near the top, what four five or six? And then everyone was like, because it's a down year. And then hopefully they don't get left out like in 2017, 2018. But the difference now between that year and this year is that this team now has a pellet. On the wall. Yes. Um, They got it. They got a dub. They picked up a dub. Like, that team had the Kansas game, and I was in the building for that game, and they just missed out on winning that game. Um, This one now has that win, and so it's just about taking care of business elsewhere.
1: Well, and and I guess the question, and I think this is what Dave asked, and it's a good question. What Does tournament or bus mean fire Fred if they don't get in? No, no. That's not what I meant. I think no.
0: I meant it just more like this is now a mindset. season where if they don't yeah. make the tournament, you're like gonna be legit like
1: heartbroken. Right. It's a mi- the yeah. mindset that you've got. Yes. the Yeah. Like, yeah. Where you got to get yeah. to the tournament. Now. I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't. Oh man, this is. I'd be lying if if my mind, when unchecked, doesn't kind of think, okay, this is happening this year, right? But For sure. When, but when I, then I really go through all the games, and, you know, there could be an injury or there could be anything. I think I know deep down inside there's definitely a chance it still won't be just because yeah. just because the groin kick could be coming. I don't know how much to let myself do this, though, Josh, because it's, it's like what I said about Indiana, and I know it looks stupid at the time because the morning we did that, they then got their butts kicked by Wisconsin. But yeah. I, I felt when we talked on Saturday morning before the Wisconsin game, I just felt like – they were sort of beating teams unremarkably in a way that they hadn't done before. It felt like when they would get not even huge wins like last night, but when they would beat an in Indiana right coming into Lincoln or something like that, it was some kind of a Herculean fluky thing that usually won it for them. Right, like the other sure. team shot eight percent from three, or or their best player got in some crazy foul trouble at the beginning, or something. Pick your pick your thing that it could have been. When they've won this year, including the Purdue game, including the Indiana game, including the Michigan State game, which was almost like a boring win to some degree, but turned out to be a pretty good one, they haven't felt like there's some super weird, fluky metric that's in it that helped them to win it. It felt like they kind of measured it. Or like, it wasn't like the other team just played terribly, necessarily. although you could argue I think Indiana did a little bit. But yeah. I don't know. The wins feel different to me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would agree. And, and Bigelow, the State Big, game. yeah, the Kansas State game is weird, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Bigelow says was looking at their schedule
0: really hard to tell myself it's probably happening. It's so damn favorable. And D Dub asked, "What's a realistic league record from here?" And Jacob said that 15 games left that need to get to 21. In my opinion, so you know if you're looking ahead to the to the rest of the schedule, um, that's Let's, what uh, that's what he thinks they they need to do.
1: I wonder if he can. Uh... Bigelow, if, I, if we put you on for a second, I just want to ask you a couple of questions about that if you they're at
0: 13 have now, the by capability
1: the way. to do that, if you don't mind coming on. You don't have to even do video if you don't want to, but if you're in a place, you can do that. If not, that's fine, too. Um, but anyway, absolutely. He says absolutely. All right, let's wait. Let me find him. Where is he on here? Oh, there he is. I right see him. There. I'm inviting him. All right. You got him? Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, oh. Maybe I didn't get him up there. Invite invite to speak. He's raising. No, confidence. he's there. Oh, there he is. All right, all right. Hi, hey. Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Nothing. Not much. So, explain. You think 21 is the number, and I assume that means for the rest of the regular season, whatever they would get in the tournament. Is that correct?
3: That is correct. Yes. All
1: right. Why do you Why do you put it at that? Why is that the number you've landed on?
3: Because I. It's just the dork brain in me just looking at it the rest of the way. I mean, I think like, I mean, it's super duper favorable. I mean, they get Purdue just one, one time, Illinois, just one time. And who knows what Illinois is now with their current situation with, with Shannon. Um, I mean, the toughest games they've got left are, are at home. In my opinion, the Wisconsin return and the Ohio state at home and Ohio state on the road. And like looking at it the rest of the way, you know, what they've shown there, they're, they're capable of, you know, they're they're capable of winning just about all of them. But obviously, wins on the road in the league are, are like gold. So,
0: Jacob, real quick, going back to the number. So that's the number you think in the regular season to get to, or are we talking about the Big Ten tournament as well?
3: I think I think regular season. Um, okay. I think, and you know, that's eight and seven the rest of the way, which <laughs> is crazy to think about. Um, you know, just a game above five hundred the rest of the way, but. I am looking at the league i mean i mean this northwestern game next saturday you know with danny knee coming back and the 94 team coming back in the building i mean coming off of coming off of last night is going to be massive too i mean that's going to be saturday afternoon i think that's like a one o'clock tip too and that's going to be that's going to be a pretty uh juiced up atmosphere is
1: that 11 and so is that 11 and 9 in the conference is that what that would be if my math is right um let's see so they are um, so they're three and two and yeah you no know, you're and right jack you're right that's what i've said from the beginning is just get over mm-hmm. 500 record 500 record in the conference so i'm i'm with you that's kind of the number that i've been working off of too and for those who have been asking um you know worth noting in terms of what's left in the year i'm just going to run down it really quick um and we can go at iowa friday night like they win that that guys and they're ranked on monday right Am I, is that totally. a overstating it?
3: No, I, I, th- I think so for sure. Probably in the 20s, but still a little number next to them. Crazy. little number next to them with what people thought about crazy. this team at the start of the year is is, is crazy.
0: So, And Adam, the last time they were ranked, real quick, Jack, the last yeah. time they were ranked, that was the year after the tournament team, right? Or were they ranked in 2018?
1: They were ranked, I believe, in later than that. Were they not, Jacob? You would know. This has um, to be
0: the latest in a season that they would have been ranked in. in I don't know how many years. They were ranked
3: in Miles' last year.
0: Okay, so they were ranked. I'm pulling up that season right now. After they beat Okay, they were. They were 24th at 25th Iowa on on January 6th. (laughs) Where were you on January 6th, Iowa? 2019, 2019.
1: Yeah. Okay. So That's the last time they've been ranked. Okay, so five a nice little five year break there. Uh, two road games in a row at Iowa, at Rutgers. Um, I don't I mean, I don't see any reason why you don't think they can't win either or both of those, to be honest. Uh, then you come home. Jacob was talking about this Northwestern in Lincoln, Ohio State in Lincoln. Then they go to Maryland uh, before Wisconsin comes to Lincoln. So mm-hmm. that little, that, that's that little stretch. Then you go on the road two in a row to Illinois and Northwestern. And then you have this stretch where you got Michigan at home, Penn State at home, both definitely should win. Should win. I think you can say things like that now. At Indiana, yes. at Indiana, I mean, probably should win, but will be a road game. So any road game will be hard. Minnesota at home, uh, at Ohio State. You finish with Rutgers at home, and then at Michigan. Like I don't even know. The weird thing about this now, Josh and Jacob, is that. You look at that schedule, you always used to look at a Big Ten schedule and you're like, well, there's like three games on here. You're just not going to win. It's going to take a miracle to win. Like like it's Hail Mary type games, which I would have put Purdue this game last night. Those don't exist on that schedule anymore. Maybe at Illinois. Other than that, there's none of them, right?
0: Yeah, Jacob, when I I go to schedules a lot, I always open up ESPN.com and just looking at the rest of the season, there are only two teams that have numbers next to their name on the schedule the rest of the way. And right now that's Wisconsin and Iowa. So yeah, going back to what Jack said, it's just different compared to you know when we looked at this thing two years ago or three years ago.
3: Oh, absolutely it is, and you know that's you know the the adage of the league being down. It has its it has its benefits, and you know they gotta they gotta draw the you know the way they finish the year. That it's it's pretty pretty damn advantageous. Um, in, you know. Yeah, like you said the going back to Indiana is obviously tough going to Ohio State you know to win on the road even though they are usually a pretty sleepy atmosphere but I mean yeah there's no there's no real I mean I'm not too daunted by you know because who who like I said who knows about Illinois situation with Shannon and then right. I mean that that Thursday night that Thursday night game on February 1st with Wisconsin coming back I mean, if they keep winning they keep winning Wisconsin's probably a top 10 team and that i mean it'll be extra extra juiced up in there and on there again. What's so. the
1: uh what's the expected number of teams out of the Big 10? Like is it still looking like a down year in terms of teams that get in? I
3: feel like every time i look at the projections it keeps changing. I think the most recent one i saw had like it was like 7 and 8. Like people had 7 and 8 Big 10 teams. Okay, well, that's um even good.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah, that is
3: that is pretty good. And um you know, it's not going to end up like uh like my last year as a manager where we had a sad Selection Sunday watch party and got a five seed in the NIT. That was, it's uh, not going to be, uh, they're not going to repeat that again. Yeah, so,
1: they got, I mean, they, they got Q. I think that Iowa game will be a quad one win if they would win that. T- like, they're going to, they already have a bunch of quad one wins. You get a couple more, and it's just going to be a resume like we've never seen from them, Uh, like almost for sure with this. It's yeah. going to be fairly unprecedented. Obviously, they've got to win enough to get to that 2021 mark, but. It's just – it's not going to be – I don't see it being an issue, guys, with the resume this year. I know there was concern about that. I know there was concern about the conference. Now that you've got this win, you had that quality win on the road against Kansas State. Um, That's a quad
3: one win now too, Jack. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, Yeah, that moved up over the last couple days to a a quad one. So they got three of them right now. And that was the biggest knock on uh, the 18 team was they only had one. Yeah, one <laughs> in the entire year, and you already got three of them. And you know, almost any Big Ten game on the road is going to be an opportunity for one. And you know, when the teams that are above the above the basement come into your house, they're probably that's going to be either on the borderline or it's going to be set to be one. So they they're going to have plenty of opportunities to stack up more. Of them.
1: Yeah, there'll be like six more. I think I don't even think that's an exaggeration. There'll be tons more, tons more opportunities. So. It's crazy. Uh, Josh Jabs, is it possible to be the single digit seed in the tourney? Uh, oh, on the NCAA tourney? I don't know. Where do the projections have them this morning, guys? A, eight, nine, ten. Are they close to the eight, nine line? Have we seen any? I've seen, I've seen one eight, nine line. Yeah. Then I guess so. I guess so for now. <laughs> this is crazy. Dude, I know what. I'm going to. I mean, Hey, thanks for jumping on Jacob. I appreciate it. Good thanks stuff. Jacob. You do this again throughout the year. Appreciate it.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I, if you don't mind, I, I will say this last night. So last night being up there with, uh, with the media, you know, I'm supposed to be professional, you know, not too emotional, but as someone who grew up a fan of it for 19 miserable years, then spent three years of it, you know, up close part of it with coach miles and had some really special memories. I'd seen a lot in that building. I hadn't seen anything like last night. Uh, it was pretty tough for me to not just smile from ear to ear, walking around after that and, you know, saw a couple of the, you know, Tanner Borkart was down there. I spent time with him as a manager and it was good to talk to him and got a bunch of texts from people like, Holy shit, man! They did that. They did it, and you were there to see it. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for Nebraska, and it it was really cool. But yeah, love to do this again. Appreciate you guys letting me hop on for a couple minutes.
1: Cool. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Thanks, Jacob. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, Yeah, I know, Josh. I know exactly. I could just see like the look in your eye about the conversation that we were just having, and I, I could i i I know what that meant. And. I think I think was just I can't believe we're saying the things that we are, just that we're at a spot where we can say those. Number two, I can't believe some of these things that are being said are said with the level of confidence that they are being said. Yeah. And can you imagine this is how I'm interpreting just that one little look and head shake that you gave. And and can you imagine all the scenarios where if this would derail or could derail exactly how terrible that would be? Right. Yeah. It's just, th- yeah. The, 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 uh oh,
0: did Jack just disappear? Oh, you're back. Okay. Um, the thing, the, the thing that I, I just think about Jack is like, okay, so how do they avoid doing the thing that they, that I expect them to do or have I, I've expected them to do? Right. And like that's, I said this though on the air, uh, recently on my show because, I was catching shit for, for saying like, yeah, and I don't believe in them. And, and it was essentially like, why don't you believe in them? And I, I said, well, if I ever, am like, I think the Dallas Cowboys could actually do it this year. Everyone's like, that's stupid. They're never going to do that. Why would you believe in them? And it's like, yeah, I know, but it's more fun to believe in them. So I, I there is like the, you know, the handshake, handshake meme of, I understand, I understand in, in the idea of hope. You know, uh, Morgan Freeman's character said it in Shawshank. I forget if that's a movie that you haven't seen or not, Jack. You know, I, that hope one the I Dane? have because it was always okay. on
2: TV,
1: and I used to love to channel surf. That's you were a we big channel surfing guy. Life. Yeah, that's yeah. A conversation. But we yeah, you
0: had know, hope with. is a dangerous thing. Yeah. But it's also fun as hell, man. It's fun as hell to, to think this way, and so just, look, I mean, they beat the number one team. So I mean, it, the the conversation has really, really changed around here. Just, it, it, it went from you know, like. Hey, I think they're better this year. It's like, okay, you know, they seem, they they were obviously better this year. Going into last night, I thought that they were a better team. Now the conversation has changed. And I think what you mentioned earlier, too, about this didn't feel like a fluke. I think that's what also helps is they just, they look
1: better. They're winning better. They're contr- the game control is better. All those things. There's a big sample size of them looking good against good teams. I Correct. Yeah. That's where my yeah. com- confidence comes from. Yeah. Good to, I mean, I don't know. Indiana maybe shouldn't be called a good team, but but and I include that in there. But I group Kansas State. I group. Um, I group Michigan State. Obviously Purdue in there. I'm trying to think if there are any other non-con games. You know, to some degree, Duquesne. I guess maybe that's going back a little bit. But um, and they looked good for the first half and and just blew it. I mean, other than th- there's the one half in Minneapolis. And then there's obviously just the disaster of Creighton, um, yeah. complete disaster of Creighton. But there just haven't been too many down moments this year. It just, it hasn't felt like you just had to just scratch and claw for these wins. They felt, like I said, I left that Michigan State game, Josh, and it was like, I was like, they won that game? It was it was kind of boring. <laughs> like, yeah. It just, which is a great, that's how I felt. That's how I a found. good I re- problem to have. I remember feeling like that during the 2014 game season when they went on that run at the end. I remember they went up to Assembly Hall and played them the Indiana that year. And they went yes. in and won it pretty easily. And I was just like, I was like, I at some point, you're just like, I think they're just better than these teams.
0: Yeah. Where it's and like they, where they're winning, they're not playing that well. And they're still winning fairly comfortably. It's like, OK, well, this is new. They have leveled up at this point in time. It feels
1: so different. It feels so yeah. different than this program has. When this program has gotten good wins, and and that's another conversation we can have. I thought Connor had a really good conversation on his show today too. Is like, what in the hell were they doing for those first few years with Fred? Yeah, could, I lo-
0: I, lo- I thought that was a great topic because I yeah. was thinking the same thing. You know, like how 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 did that happen? And and I mean, the easy answer, of course, is they gave everything over to Abdel Massey. Um, but yeah, it is it is interesting. And and I know Hoiberg too. He mentioned this last night, Jack. It's like, okay, so now what do they do next? Because you know, last night was special. Last night was really special. Um, they're getting a lot of pats on the back today, right? Uh, I guess there's no school right now. There's no classes, so they're not walking from class. But right. like, it's easy to to have fun with it today. But then you have to turn around and you play again in two days. Like it, that, and that's the nature of of this sport. Is the turnaround is there, and so you can have a huge win, a monumental win, and then you you know, as Josh says, obvious setup for a Friday letdown yeah. on the road you know, a late game on a Friday.
1: Yeah. But, man, it's just the makeup of this team just does not feel as frantic up and down as those other teams. And I don't know if that's about because it was just put together better with the type of guys that you've got on it because it's deeper, because it's older. I mean, it is older. And, like, I, I don't know. Am I worried about the Iowa game? I don't know. I mean, they could easily go and lose it the same way that they lost to Wisconsin. But but I also, I mean... Yeah, be, I, any road win, listen, Josh, any road win is going to be tough in the Big Ten. It's also going to have incredible value. Again, that will be a quad one win if they win it. Sure. Like if they, if they, yeah. That's not an easy game, right? We're, let's not like mm-hmm. the ne- Nebraska, I mean, I assume Nebraska will still maybe be even an, an underdog going into it, most likely. So, But yet, on the other hand, if they win it, as we said, you're in rarefied air now in terms of the conference standings, in terms of being rated, in terms of... Just cutting off wins that you've got to get, adding another road win—it's—it's—it'd um, it, it, be huge. But I just there's just not the level of the highs aren't as high, yesterday aside. The highs just don't even feel as high sometimes. In some ways, I would almost say with this team. Like I looked at the at that Indiana Indiana game. I remember looking at the stats from that Indiana game, and it was like Indiana shot 55 percent from three or something, and I was like. And I was like, that's weird because the game never felt close. And and I know some of the other things that they didn't do very well were, were significant in that game. But this team feels so different to cheer for. And anybody who has been watching closely over the Fred Hoiberg era, I think, knows exactly what I mean here at this point. Definitely. Like the Creighton, Cray- yeah. The, even, even last year. Last year would be a great example of that. Like that Creighton game, it felt like it was like you're holding on for dear life the entire time and something 100%. completely fluky is happening that entire time. When they were, and it did. Cards. I mean, in hindsight, obviously, was, you know, yeah. it was a, it was a, it was a win
0: that I think if they play again another nine times, that Nebraska maybe wins one of those. Like, you know, over the course of the season, they went in different directions. I know Nebraska was improved last year, but Creighton was an elite eight team. That that last, that's what was different about last night because you know. Uh, I have watched them beat, like, the game that I always think about, Jack, is the Texas game in 2011. The game, I think, where you wore the hat, right? Like, that one was holding on for dear life. Like, oh, my gosh, are they going to do this? Oh, my gosh, they're going to blow this. Right. And then they they hold on. They, they ended up getting the victory, and there was a courtroom. That was what was crazy about last night, is that what was crazy is the game did never got crazy. You know, like, yeah. Purdue made it interesting for a little bit in the second half. Um, but they they, they pretty much stiff armed him. Every time Purdue got close, Nebraska had an answer and they knocked down a three or two.
1: Yeah, it was it, it was respon I mean, not to turn it into a football discussion, Josh, but it's responding to the oh shit moment, right?
0: Yeah. That, that they all-
1: responded very well to and it. And they have for the most part this year's well and I don't know if it felt you know, again, I didn't take it in live, so I don't know. I don't know how nerve wracking it felt or like you were hanging on to dear life in that game, but on my rewatch of it, at least it it didn't ever even, even when Purdue would get up by four, it didn't feel that way. Um, so, and I ended up being wrong, but even in the at the Wisconsin, when the Wisconsin game and they were down big at half and I I kept thinking, man, it just feels like something is going to change and they're going to have a shot of getting back. And I was wrong, of course, on that one. But I think it's just the, 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 having watched the team as much as we have already this year, they've instilled a different sort of tact within us when we watch and react to, these games are going so and yeah. okay dz says it was insanely nerve-wracking okay maybe it was again i wasn't there and i probably would have been freaking out too but i don't know wasn't it weird how just off ed looked especially at the beginning of the game this is a pl- yeah. national player of the year and it was like dude was airballing five foot shots yeah his
0: he numbers were very very pedestrian very, very pedestrian <laughs> by the
1: end of it. Josh D. and Jack, we have no idea what it felt like to watch Cosette see her father imprisoned. <laughs> That's, good. That's good. That's good. And her mom died. Ugh. Spoiler alert, but geez. Whoa, geez, Jack. I haven't seen this. Sorry. I'm sure you'll remember. Anyway. Unreal. And perhaps, Unreal. Her, perhaps her boyfriend leave and go to a faraway island. A lot of stuff happening with her. So, mm. it seemed like Edie was peeved at his own team at times, Kina says. That's interesting. There was a moment, moment, I'm trying to remember,
0: I think it was, like, with under 10 minutes left in the game where he went over, he was frustrated by something, something had just gone against him, and he went over to the bench, and he was, like, arguing with one of his teammates about something.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. I, I mean, I still I still don't totally know how it... I mean, it happened with defense, I guess, last night. That's probably my biggest explanation. Defense was it's awesome just, last night. Is is. Is the way that Mast played, and I heard him say after the game, he was like, I basically was just trying to kind of go out there and be annoying or something like that. He looked like he was <laughs> too. The way, just like the the posture he would even have on defense when he would go straight up and just sort of lean into his face all of the time. He really, he really played the part on that thing. And he definitely, I mean, look at Edie. He looked so frustrated. Somebody put a little clip from that cinematic video, and he looked, he just wanted to leave. He was so frustrated. Yeah. Uh, which I don't blame him. Uh, after after being that,
0: yeah, they lost. They got the court stormed on him. I'd be having a bad
1: time too. Let's talk. Uh, that's a lot. Man, that might be a first for us, Josh. That much basketball. Yeah, uh,
0: basically the whole show tonight's guess, been basketball. I guess you
1: got to have the biggest win maybe in program history, and we can yeah. all, we can finally use ninety five percent of the pot on basketball. Amazing. Um, yes, but of course we had news today in football. Actually, uh, <laughs> sort of both both locally and nationally. A- yeah. Wait, locally? Uh, well, ju- I mean, Nebraska gets an offensive lineman transfer out of nowhere. Oh, when you said coaching news, I was like, what? What did I no, miss I just, locally? I thought I just, oh, sorry. I just meant we had news. I didn't mean coaching yeah. news locally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, obviously, best coach of all time, you know, retires from college football, retires from Alabama today, Nick Saban. I, I posted this. I took a couple – screen or I took a screenshot, Jack. I posted a link on the college football board a little bit earlier during the pod um, from 24 seven that I'll just read the title and the sub headline. I haven't read the story yet, but it says Nick Saban cited age health concerns and stunning meeting with Alabama players. Sources tell 24 seven sports. And then the sub headline was earlier Wednesday, Sabin interviewed candidates for his vacant wide receiver's coach opening, according to sources, and didn't give any indication he was about to flip the college football world upside down. The team was told that Alabama hoped to have its next head coach in place in the next seventy-two hours. Ooh, so wow. uh yeah. So that's the story from there. I cannot wait to read it. I am uh I'm really looking forward to reading that story and and finding out exactly, you know, what what well, people are saying 72 hours it's funny John and I did a list item today on our show that uh the the new head coach would be announced within 2 weeks I'm definitely thinking by next week but 72 hours I mean we're talking about Friday or Saturday type of an announcement coming down
1: so they I mean they had who are we talking about then I mean uh, obviously the U- I think the, it's going to be Lanning You think it'll be Lanning
0: man I think it's going to be Lanning That's
1: a benefit to the Pac-10 to get that guy out of there I think Well he's in the or, big right, Excuse 10 me now. the Big 10 The Big Ten now. Yeah. yeah, Uh, Because he's done a great job there, even though they couldn't get past Washington. (laughs) He seemed like he did an incredible job coaching that team. Um, Yeah, I guess. Here's a question for you. Obviously, Dabo's name has been discussed and come up. I would not want Dabo. I would not want him at all. Do you think there's – tell me if I'm just crazy. Do you think there's any reason, any chance that they would call Lane and check that out?
0: Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they kicked the tires on him. I think that they would view him probably as, like, too immature. Um, You know, he did get fired right before their national championship game when they lost to Deshaun Watson and Clemson. Um, Josh says, hot take. Bama not currently a top-five job. I I will say, Uh, it seemed like Bishop and I definitely disagreed on how good of a job. Like, he said it was better than Georgia, and I say, hell no. Um, It is not a better job than Georgia. I think Bama is an elite job. It absolutely is. It is also... You are. This is going to be an impossible job in terms of following Saban. Yeah, like that's this why is not. It, going that's to the be,
1: biggest reason I would deep de, give it demerits essentially.
0: Yeah, that place is crazy, man. Like I know that they've had a ton of success, unprecedented success, for since since Saban took over. We, I don't think we will ever see anything like this ever again at any other college. Um, but like, I think that really forgets what happened after Bear before he got there. Um, I, I just. I think it's a really hard job, and uh, but yeah, following. I think Saban, there's I no think is, chance that this no coach is going to
1: be this next coach, whoever it is, is going to be looked on at as successful, and it's unfair to him. But there's yeah. no chance, right? It's just too hard. It's too hard. I can't. I mean, you're I following the actually. best coach of all time, man. Like it is. this well, it's this. Here, Josh, uh, here's how you'll know if Alabama or Georgia is a better job. Uh, Kirby could go. They. I mean, I'm sure they'd check Kirby out. Bring him over. Right? Yeah, and and, And he's a Georgia guy. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I don't think he would. Yeah.
0: He's a Georgia guy. He's a Georgia alum. Um, You know, he did coach at Bama, obviously, but... Yeah, Josh says, why would Lanning leave Oregon? I mean, I think the answer is the access to recruits at, at Alabama is, is better than the access to recruits at Oregon. I would also say, um, while I think Oregon is a really good job, they're about to enter into a league that they're going to be playing, you know, games all the way on the other end of the country. Like, that, that is, yeah, he is recruiting just fine. But, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like that's going to be pretty difficult to deal with the Big Ten of it all. And I'm not doing the whole, like, oh, it's physical. No, it's just like... Playing halfway across the country for a lot of games, I think it's going to be really difficult. Also, they can give them a big race. I mean, it it is the job. You can win national championships there. No one's ever won a national title at Oregon. You know, to this point in time, it just hasn't happened. Where you can look at Bama and say, you can do that there. They put all their support behind you, which is not to say that they don't at Oregon. But yeah, I I mean, look, I, I think Oregon can win a national championship, and I think he can win a national championship there. Plus, he's already gotten the thing up off the ground. Like, he has his program in place and he's not following Nick Saban at Oregon. Like, that's really, really hard.
1: So, it'll be interesting to see if if Harbaugh leaves and, and then does Michigan hire from within and go right to the offensive line coach? I think that's what when we talked, we kind of thought before that's probably what they do. But, I mean, you can yeah, kind of promote. You can kind of start coaching Carousel 2.0 here. Uh, depending on what happens, Josh, a little bit with potentially two big openings happening. And then if you've got the dominoes, if for instance Lanning would go, then you've got Oregon open. And what happens with that? Yeah, I think
0: so. I, I think Michigan will promote. So Michigan kind of stops. Um, they, theirs, theirs is a, ta- a snake eating its own tail, right? So that thing ends fast. But yeah, Bama if Bama pulls a, a Dan Lanning, I mean, everything changes again. Josh points out, uh, Transfer Portal 2.0. Yeah, don't forget, whenever a coach leaves, then there is a 30-day window. And so right now, Bama players can leave without penalty for 30 days because their coach just left. And so let's say that they hire a new coach in 72 hours. The same thing happens with that school as well. And then Michigan as well. So, uh, yeah, it, it could be
1: quite the, uh, quite the couple of weeks when it seemed like things were dying down. Yeah. Yeah, the tra- that's a good point. Trans- I saw Shadur was already tweeting that he had Bama folks. They had Bama folks contacting them already. Players. Yeah. Potential transfers. Uh, and then, uh, let's see. Ma- I got to get this guy's name right. Uh, the new offensive lineman. Mar- oh, I, have Mar- the, I, have, I had this. Am I, say- am I saying that right? I'm just doing it off memory. Mizuko. Uh, Mizuko, not an R. Uh Mizuko. His brother's a walk-on on the team. He transferred from Florida. Uh, he started there all year at, I believe, a right was a right guard or left guard? Uh, at a guard position last year for Florida. He came from Baylor, where he got some really high rankings from, like, the PFF-type people. Uh, this kind of came out of nowhere, Josh. This was not in our Inside Info uh, channel. Uh, yeah. I had never heard the yeah. name before, I guess. Maybe if I knew the roster, I would have known his walk-on brother's name. Um, The only thing I knew about... The the one thing you could have told me that I knew about him was he he was the Florida player in that one game last year where he squared up to fight like an oldie-time fighter on the field. Do you remember that highlight? No, I don't. You don't? Somebody remembers that, don't they? Okay. Whatever, that was him. That was him if you remember that highlight from college football last year. So, you hadn't heard anything about this? No, nothing. This was totally off my radar. Came
0: out of nowhere, so... Seems, I mean, it seems solid, right? It seems like their additions so far have been pretty solid. We had Siple on today. He thinks that Banks is going to be, not my dog, but he thinks Banks is going to be joining the program too at wide receiver, which I know I mentioned in the Inside Info channel at some point over the last week as well. The The vibes were good with him. And uh, so, yeah, it seems like they've kind of added
1: everybody the, that we thought that they would to this point. Getting a, getting a multi-year starter from Power 5 Conference in the offensive line who's at yeah, least like, had some pretty decent reviews. I don't. I don't think you can overstate how big that is. In my opinion, yeah,
0: that's bas- that's like
1: the. There it is. There's like what everybody. Fighting. Okay, you don't remember that?
0: No, was that this
1: year? Yes, that was this year.
0: Wow, I do, yeah, I totally yeah. missed that. One so yeah, year, I mean, guy. this is yeah. this is like what everybody wants. You know, to have a proven guy to have a starter on the offensive line. Like, man, that stuff is massive. Uh, and he off- has
1: some fight to him as you can see literally
0: as you can see literally
1: and he's also humongous as you can also see in that picture i believe what 65 well, what was it 330 something like that huge um he's a guard um and you've got kind of some inexperience still at that guard position this year and so to be able to add to that in the rotation man it's huge it is freaking huge i'm yeah. i'm thrilled about it i don't i don't think you can say enough about how impactful that is and how difficult uh, that that seems to have been to land those types of guys on the offensive line. So through the yeah. transfer portal, at least.
0: It's too bad that we're up against it because I'd say now the only thing they need is another quarterback
1: for the what? for the quarterback room. And I don't know if you ever have any opinions no. on that. No, okay, I'm not going down that road, despite the bait. Uh, but uh, well, I do think they I do think they need one. Is have you seen the Montana stuff on this quarterback? Is there is there really a potential that this guy is looking at Nebraska? Do you know anything about this?
0: No, I, I, I honestly, the Saban stuff kind of took over my life today, and so I haven't really had a chance to ask. Okay, well, about
1: Montana's any. quarterback is in the portal. And I knew that. Is there word that that Nebraska is interested? There was some. Well, it didn't come from me, but there seems I don't know where it came from. Is okay. there where did where did the original Nebraska interest pass the damn ball? Seems to be referencing someone. There was some pl- place apparently referenced that Nebraska was looking at, but I don't know where that came from. I saw it on our own Discord. And so, okay. So I don't. I'm trying to figure out where it came from. Obviously, if he was a, I mean, you know my position. Uh, I think they're going to have a hard time filling that spot. So if they can do it with a guy who was good at F FCS. Absolutely. I don't know why he'd do it. I can't. I don't have any idea why he would do it. Um, if he's if he's going out there and he's good enough to play D one or yeah, so I got no. It makes for, for it makes zero sense to me whatsoever. But we'll see. Maybe that's maybe that's the guy.
2: If anybody finds cool.
1: any any smoke on that, uh, as to yeah, I haven't seen anything Why anywhere, that man. might be happening, or, or why there's yeah. sort of I, a it's,
0: that, this there. sounds like something a lot of those random Twitter accounts are just like, "Hey, GBR?" question mark
1: And then everyone's like, "Oh, GBR!" Right. At least with Casey, he was in Lincoln, right? Yes, correct. CT11. putting
0: sorry. out stories on his Instagram in that got you now, all
1: isn't? hot and bothered. He's been in Paris for a while. Oh, good for you. Good for him. I check his story still, just to check.
2: Mm. It's the
1: most I've used. Uh, CT11 brought me back to Instagram. I'll tell you that much. All right, we got to go. No, (laughs) we're not doing this. We're
0: not doing this. We're not doing this. You were
1: the one who baited it. All right, uh, I know. That's fair. That's very fair. That That's it. Uh, Thanks for joining us tonight, Josh. We had a good crowd tonight in the uh, in the yeah, good crowd. Fun stuff.
0: Uh, thanks to your son Johnny. Yes. Uh, thanks yeah. to
1: Bigelow thanks for hopping to Bigelow. on too. I like bringing yeah some most people guests on. we've ever had. It's kind of fun to have some guests throughout the show. Yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah. We'll be doing that more in the off season. So, yeah, uh, good times. Yeah,
0: you uh, and I will be back on uh, on Saturday morning, uh, the the uh, day after the the
1: morning after Ooh. the Iowa game. Ooh. Hello. By the way, now did you see? Have you heard? Leading did you see, up to, heard about this? De- leading up to the Iowa game. Uh, the Iowa game is an eight thirty tip off from Carver. Yeah, what Hawk, the hell, Carolina. man? That's almost. Well, past you know my why? Bedtime. Because BTN has something that they have to have on TV before, which is Nebraska Iowa wrestling. Oh my gosh! Including the announcement that the polar bear will be wrestling against Don't Iowa. Don't care. Don't Come care. On. Come on. Wrestling sucks. Don't care.
0: I'm gonna watch. I'm getting sick you know of it. I'm I wish that he wasn't thing. wrestling for him because now wrestling garbage is all over my timeline. Usually I mute all the wrestling dorks. Well, Now, now you, Amy Just is writing about wrestling. Mitch those, Sherman is at wrestling matches.
1: For, for those of you that aren't haters, I will be uh, settling in at 6.30 a Friday night with my popcorn and with my uh, caffeine-free... Pepsi won, and I will be uh, ready to dig into a full Nebraska-Iowa wrestling match because I got what nothing better to do. What a fun sport that is. And there's going to be another freaking 10 inches of snow on the ground.
0: One of my favorite parts about discussing wrestling is how so many people are afraid to say that wrestling is garbage, but then I say it, and people are like, whoa, 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 leave the wrestling fans alone. All these people email my boss, You're this guy was being disrespectful to wrestling Who cares? You absolute loser. Call in and talk about the NBA. I'm sure you have great things to say about the NBA. I'm not going to rip on you for not liking the NBA. I don't. (laughs) Josh says I'll be at rent during the game. Keep me
1: posted. That was funny. That was funny. Ten thousand five hundred twenty-four minutes. I don't think that's mm. the right, those are the right numbers. Uh, no. no, I'll be. I have nothing 000. else to watch. I got nothing else to do. I'll be watching wrestling, so I'll have wrestling takes Saturday morning for you after watching an entire wrestling match. How does? I think
0: answer? I'll watch a movie. I, I started Fight Club. I need to finish Fight Club because I'm going through the David uh, Fincher filmography. There, Jack. I know you're a big fan of Fincher, and so I have like an hour and a half left of uh, Fight Club. I started at the end. Had, had you never seen Fight Club before? No, I'm I'm just rewatching it. Uh, I'm I'm trying to rewatch all the movies so then I can, you know, enjoy podcasts about it. it By the way, I've never seen it. Oh,
1: what? You're a Gen
0: Xer. I know. I know. Man, wild. You are you are just a you are a weirdo. You know what? Adam says Josh listens to Blank Check. Adam, I do. I just got into that. Man, I've been going through their Fincher pods. Good stuff.
1: What is is it? Blank Check. What's that? A podcast about movies? Movie podcast. It's a movie podcast. Maybe if we didn't have to talk about them so much, I'd be more interested in watching them. Dude, their episodes
0: on the Fincher movies are like two and a half to three hours. Good stuff. So, like, when I listen to Double Speed, it's
1: like an hour and a half. I know we got to leave, and I will, but I did start a new TV show. Fargo? Uh, No, I I will start that eventually, but I started the uh, reboot of Justified, so I knew you'd be excited Mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, I heard the new season was pretty pretty mid, but I hope you enjoy it. I will. I loved it. I loved it. All right, cool. Okay. See you on Saturday. And then and real quick, let me look at the calendar next week. <laughs> I can't believe my son's doing heart hands to former players. That's super weird. I'm not going to lie. That's super weird. Like, doing it to anyone. I don't care. Doing it to a girl is weird, too. So I do that to my wife. It's, that's it's, the thing that we do. No, when I no. run
0: in marathons, I show okay. her the heart hands.
1: Maybe if you're running in a marathon, that's a little different. So I won't rip you quite as much. But, dude. Nice. It's weird. Thank you. Um, yeah. Wednesday. Okay, we got Husker. Uh, Josh, uh we got Husker basketball Wednesday night at Rutgers. We originally said we were going to move it, but okay. it is a six o'clock tip. So Yeah, actually next Tuesday and Thursday don't work for me,
0: so let's do Wednesday. So let's let's do a post-game reaction. Ooh, after Rutgers. Wow. This is so much this is so much basketball talk on. Josh, the pod. you I mean, it's January 10th. I know there's this is, this lot. seems like our new life. Dude,
1: there's a lot and, and the football. Hey, news, if they're making the tournament. Uh, this is our new life. Josh, the football news is going to keep going for maybe another two weeks, but it's going to dry up after the semester starts.
0: Yeah, we just so, need the Holgerson stuff to drop. you got to get the
1: Holgerson stuff done. you got to get a couple more transfer situations ironed out. Um, and then there's just not going to be much. And Alabama and maybe Michigan have to hire their coaches. Then it's all over. So. Mm. Uh, Biff says, I want Nebraska ball to win more than football. I don't apologize for it.
0: There you yeah, go. Yeah, and, I, and I respond. As someone that hosts a radio show in Nebraska, strong disagree. <laughs> strong disagree on that one. Uh, Big strong disagree.
1: All right. Very good. Uh, stop and recording on the podcast now. Thanks, everybody, podcasters. Have a good day.